The Weekly Dish podcast is brought to you by Lakewinds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lakewinds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Lakewinds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. Welcome to the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And it is a sunny day. Okay, so I would just like to read to you the text my sister sent me because I think it's hysterical. Stephanie and I are talking about, oh my God, the sun, it's amazing. Happily driving into the sun this morning. It just makes you feel so cheerful and the birds are chirping and January is over. And my sister said, oh my God, the sun, like a child held in captivity with no food. I'm scared to get excited about the little bit of sun and warmth because I know it will be taken away. That's, I mean, talk about coming from a place of scarcity. That is hilarious. We are Minnesotans. Yes, we will we take are. what we can. But it is glorious. It's it glorious is. outside right now, and it's it's like thirty something. Too. I don't yeah. even know. This is the annual weekly dish weather report. This is Stephanie. the this is the annual. This is the weekly weekly. weekly. But we honestly, it is uh, because that's the thing is the weather informs our eating. It does. And so, you know, when it's sunshiny, it makes you more happy. So you're going to go eat what today? <laughs> I'm just looking at the 10 day forecast too, you guys. We've peaked like there. If I look at the 10 day, the lowest low is seven, which is cold. And the highest high is 39. But that's 10 days worth. So we're definitely in the. I, over the hump part. I I would caution with that. <laughs> I, I'm a Minnesotan. I just want to say, live in the moment, have what you have. But February last year was a bear, if you remember. I don't. Oh, God. We got dumped on like by many, many snowstorms. And it was very, very cold. It was, it was as cold that our normal Januaries are in February last year. Oh, darn it. So my birthday last year was the high was like negative four. That okay. was my birthday last year. This year, 22. Your birthday at Meteor Bar was real fun, yeah. and that's a fun bar. It's a great bar. It's I a great, a good old bar. daiquiri that was just... Did you? Oh, yeah. and then I had another drink with Heather Manley that was like some burnt pineapple thing. Yeah, that was good, too. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just too. civilized drinking. And, and, a, but like low-key civilized yes, drinking. Yes, like not fancy. It's a dive bar right. that they painted, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, And everybody's skin looks really good in there. I don't know what the deal was. The lighting in there, we all looked tan and young, and I was like, this is why you have your... <laughs> 49th birthday at Meteor, at I guess. a place where everyone looks tan and young. Oh, God. We were remarking on that. We're like, God, you look good. You look good. So, anyway, Hilarious. I wanted to say thanks to everybody who shouted out on the birthdays. You know, thank you. Thank you to Jason Matheson and Stephanie Hansen for loading up the old Instant Pot group. Guys, I'm just going to tell you. I think we got like 1,500 people into the new into the Instant Pot group. So. Our weekly dish Instant Potters were over 8,000. Yeah. That's great. It's kind of insane. So um, I might make you guys all a t-shirt and put it up there for sale. <laughs> it just says <laughs> welcome to Instant Pot Magic because literally it is just kind of crazy. But it was fun. It was great. It was a good birthday. Thank you for all your wishes. And I'm really glad to just now move on into regular life. Yeah, because this is now, is this the 50th year? Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I have just turned, this is the last of my 40s. So I just turned 49. So now I'm heading towards 50, which is great. But like, funny thing with this whole thing is like, we have now, so my birthday's over. Jake's birthday is in two weeks. And then my mom's birthday and my sister's birthday. And then there's like Molly's birthday, Kelly's birthday. Like all these friends have birthdays in this chunk. 
So I like it. It's a lot. We have a really good show coming up. We do. We're going to talk with our friend Stephanie Meyer, who Mm -hmm. I think she's filled in for me when I've been traveling. She's, what do we call her? She's like paleo, autoimmune protocol, healing green broth. Yeah. She's Project Vibrancy Meals. PVM is her her kind of her baby. And it's the one that we've had her on for to talk about meal planning. And she, you know, you sign up for a year's worth of recipes that come to your uh, inbox. And it's so, it's really exciting. And she has written an ebook about condiments. Like, and she has... She's had really good condiment recipes that I've made before. Yeah. So she's got 20 of them. I'm like, ooh, condiments. Because condiments can be life-changing. This is very fun. This is exactly, this is the segment we're going to have with her. Okay. So you need so to So I don't want to preempt our segment. But before that, we're going to talk a little bit of, we do have uh, the Certics coming on. And we're going to talk a little bit yeah. about some stuff that they're doing. And then we are going to talk about Super Bowl. Now, it is Super Bowl Sunday tomorrow. And it is the high holiday of fried foods. What is it that you are, this, the Facebook question of the day, you guys, is what is your favorite celebratory guilty pleasure eating? Is it like bags of Funyuns? Is it loads of mini corn dogs? All the cream cheese? Basically, you put up that hot dog pie. That was a joke. It's disgusting. It's a it's joke. Funny. Of but course it, it's a joke. It's a joke. But I was thinking about it. What if somebody tried to make that? You should try and make it. I don't want to waste try, the You food. made the Cheeto... Um, you I made did the, the Cheeto crusted chicken, turducken, turducken. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> I will never do that again. But there is, I'm thinking about it. It's like you know, and I don't like to talk about food in terms of like guilty pleasures. That bums me out. And like shame eating when we talk about shame eating Taco Bell because it shouldn't be shameful. We shouldn't put that sort of morality on it because it's right. just fun. It's just good. You know, it's sort of. But I think it's like a treat, right? What's your bad food if you're, especially if you're in January? You're closing it out. You've done well on your resolutions or you're feeling good about your path. Yeah. Dry January ended. So how many people were like, I don't know, night, like, like pounding it's tonight, it down? Isn't it tonight? The big Saturday night after dry January? Yeah, maybe because yeah. February 1st. Right. So maybe that's it. But there was uh, a lot of talk about um, like what kind of crazy fried foods are you going to have? A lot of people are talking about um, there. There's a lot of people who do the like whatever the Super Bowl is, like whatever Whoever is, it's like a theme thing. The San Francisco 49ers and who are they playing? Kansas the, City Chiefs. Okay. So there's a lot of barbecue happening. I'm yep. having the feeling. And then uh, crab legs. Trish is doing crab legs for San Francisco. Cute. She said, and I thought that was good. A lot of people were wondering about what you would do for San Francisco. And I was like, Seafood. I would do chowder in a bowl. I would do like a sourdough bread bowl with a really That's good, a like, good one. clam yeah. chowder. I love that. Except for it's, is it party worthy? I mean, but you could have like the, the crock pot. Like sitting, good. You yeah, could yeah, have yeah. the small bowls and have like a big pot a of bowl, it. A bowl, as it were. And then put it in there so it's individual. Yep. That would be delicious. Cute. What else would you do for San Francisco? Um, rice aroni. The San, <laughs> the San Francisco, Francisco treat. treat. <laughs> <laughs> so you come to my house oh my for, crap, for a party and I serve you rice aroni. Rice I love it. Rice well, a lot of people are doing like Frito scoops and sour cream. Uh, queso with hot sausage added. Dips. You know, There's a lot of dips. It's kind of the king of dips. Except what? it's cold and flu season, so dipping oh. feels a little irresponsible. It's coronavirus season. I know, and I was trying to How not many- talk about that because I'm really managing my anxiety about it very well. I've we only ordered one round of masks. We haven't... I know. I haven't I, seen you good. in a mask. No, I haven't. They haven't arrived yet because oh, they're I on see. back order. Okay. Because um, everybody's ordered. Which, by the way, just to be clear, if we all started wearing masks, that'd be fine. They do it in Japan all the time. Yes. And if the apartment building behind us has a lot of Asian students, they're in their masks yeah. right now. They're all over downtown when I'm, you know, we're walking around downtown. People are wearing masks downtown Minneapolis. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of people? I mean, a significant amount of people. Like, and it's normal. It's, and a lot of, you know, I do notice that there are clumps of Asian, maybe tourists <laughs> wearing them because that's their norm. They're totally yep. fine with it. But I do see more people wearing them than I have before. And, and I, th- when I was in Japan and it was like, it first took me a few minutes because then I kind of started feeling like, is there a, is there something to worry about? Should I be having a mask on? And it really is just about your own pres- per- personal preference, your comfort level. And they wear them like out to dinner, like, and then they put them up or whatever. But they they were out in clubs. We were at bars. People had their masks on. Nobody felt like it was totally normal. It was just like as if someone was wearing a big earring. You know what I mean? That's like, going to be very interesting if we adopt that. I know. I mean, huh. it's not, it's not, yeah, we might be behind is the point <laughs> on that. Do you, and can you, can you hear people talk with them? Yeah, on? that was the funniest part is you can totally hear them talk. And it was. I wonder if we can broadcast radio with them on, because we're basically having our lips on the microphone, and all twelve of us just rotate germs. <laughs> that sounds so delicious. I know, and a lot like Colleen's got the three kids; they'll get it something snotty. Our, when our you pe- have kids, you just get exposed to so much more. Oh, I know. I'm bookended by two. Yeah. At the office, there's two guys that sit on either side of me, and they both have grade school children. It's just the sneezing and the snotty yep. sounds that come from the both of them make me want to die. Yeah, that's my daughter is in college, and her um, living girlfriend works in a public school, and just the amount of germs that woman's bringing home to my kid. Think of how strong, though, her immunity is. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. I mean, I'm hoping that. I'm hoping that. All right, you guys. Well, this is... uh, So we are going to do a little bit more Super Bowl talking for your inspirational snacks coming up. And can we say it like that for the rest of the show? Snacks. 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 Yeah, we're snacks. Snacks. Have some snacks. All right. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, you guys, we are going to hopefully talk with the Sturdick family about what they have going on. And also, they have some Super Bowl snacks to talk about, too. A ton. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. We are so happy to be joined in studio by the Sturdick family, or some parts of the Sturdick family, because it's growing. (laughs) We have Emily and Taylor here to talk about some big news that has come out of just you guys just launched it yesterday about news of what's happening at Certix in Northeast, right? Correct. Correct. <laughs> okay, After, so you guys are an institution. You've been there forever. I love that this is like phase two. This is like family phase two, really. It's kind of phase three. It is kind of phase three, right? Because I think like liquor store first, then your dad kind of brought the cheese shop to four. And then, well, maybe four, because then Emily started catering. Yeah. Flights was, yeah, I forgot about flights. Flights was before catering. And then now, like, full service. Oh, yeah. Northrop. Northrop Catering, now full service restaurant. Well, if you don't know Certix, I don't know how you are still a listener to our show, because I feel like we (laughs) talked about it all the time. But uh, Certix, of course, is the liquor store in Northeast Minneapolis. Cheese shop, liquor store. When was when did it open? When was the opening date? It was in 1934. And that was your great. This is my great grandfather. It was your great grandfather who started it. He was the eleventh liquor license in Minneapolis. My word, eleventh. That's insane. And it's still in the same place, right? I mean, like it's in the same spot, or did it move across the street? We moved down the the street a little bit down East Hennepin. we were where Ginger Hop is. This is yeah. the original oh, location. Oh, okay. They just kept outgrowing it and outgrowing it. So in 1979, they moved into the spot we are now. Oh, my word. Just think about that for a second with all the change in the world and retail and everything else. Since 1934, your family's been kicking it. That's great. I know. I well, mean, like holding court up in Northeast, uh-huh. really. 
And the statistics on fourth generation businesses are crazy. Taylor looked it up the other day. What's the percentage? It's, yeah, three to five percent only make it to the fourth generation. And wow. so that's si- in- this new news, I think, the sidebar that we're trying to make it to the next. Uh, yeah. We want to make sure that we have something for the fifth. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> we can do this. I know we can. We got this. We're not going to be the ones who drop the ball is what you want to be. Uh-uh. I don't know. We're going to go. So you guys have a new project, which is, well, and f- first of all, you guys not too long ago kind of reskinned the building and made it, you know, very pretty and have like a new sign out front. And now you are going to kind of dig into that even further and you're creating a full service restaurant. Tell us a little bit about sidebar. You want to go for it, Taylor? Yeah. So it's going to be a neighborhood spot. It's, um, we're calling it a modern brasserie and bar. Mm-hmm. Um, we, it's a place where we, we want you to be able to come every day. So it's kind of cool. We're redoing the cheese shop at the same time and we're blowing out the back wall and adding a full service restaurant in the back. Wow. Wow. Okay, so the cheese shop is still going to stay. I mean, like, I'm not losing my cheese shop. Is You're going to have a cheese shop okay. forever. Don't worry. We, we're we just really excited to give it a makeover. It's time. And so where's it going to... I mean, like, I kind of feel like you're already so packed in there. So is it taking over the space of the cheese shop and then the cheese shop will, like, bust out a little bit? Or The cheese shop is staying where it is. Okay. We're just kind of changing where some of the cases are and we're going to change the flow. So we're hoping for a slightly better flow. Okay. But like Rick Nelson's article mentioned, there will still be not a lot of extra room. Yeah. It's kind of like it's New York. It's I'm Europe, fine with you know? So fine with it. Um, but the restaurant will be right behind it. So right oh. now we do a lot of wine demos back there. There's yeah. our cordials wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's where that's going to be. Yep. Okay. And we're going to keep all those things. We're just kind of scaling down our inventory a little bit in the liquor store to make more space for the restaurant. Okay. And there'll be a giant like wall that opens up to the to the street, right? Correct. So that you can have like outdoor dining and a giant patio. Like I think about your dad and all the times we spent drinking and smoking cigars at Whitey's. <laughs> and he doesn't have that place anymore necessarily because Whitey's sold and it is still there as a restaurant. But like we'll have a new place to belly up to the bar on Hennepin. I, yeah, I mean, you can have a reserved table on the patio. Oh, I see. You're VIP. I told Molly, I was, she was like, we'll have a permanent seat for you at the bar. I'm like, well, a bed in the back might be useful too. Yeah, right. How about? <laughs> We've seriously. got a basement. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> There'll still be a speakeasy, right? Yeah. You know, just whatever. But so, okay, so what was it that made you guys think that you wanted to get into the restaurant? Was it flights that you sort of had, you dipped your toes into, which was, of course, the wine bar at the rest, at the airport? Which is still so missed at Terminal it 1. It is so oh, missed. I mean, everyone sadness. talks about that. But that was that it, where you're like, oh, maybe we can do this on a bigger scale? Yeah, so we had so many um, regulars that came into the airport. When we first opened, I didn't think, I think we'd get a new person every day. But we'd have so many people coming in every week, flying out. And they would say, you got to open a restaurant in Minneapolis. you got to have a space in Minneapolis. And now is just the right time to do it. Yeah. Okay. I tried to talk your dad into Grand Avenue a million times. He was he, like, he hates St. Paul. I know. He was like, no, no St. Paul. I'm a Minneapolis person. I grew up in Northeast. If it happens, it's going to happen anywhere. It's going to happen where I am. Well, and we knew it had to be Northeast. We had been looking at a lot of different spots and, you know, exciting things. But it just felt like in order to be us, it has to be Northeast. And it really just made sense to do it in our own store. I was dying when I saw the renderings. Like what Shay was able to do with such a small, compact space, 
is just mind blowing. It's so beautiful. I still can't really beautiful? read it. Like I can't read where it's going because people are like, "Are they going across the street? Are they going to put it in the parking lot?" And I was like, "I don't know. I'm going to have to talk. We're going to have to ask." So you'll have to come into the store. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you a little tour because it's it's fun to stand there and go. This is where our bar. This is This will be. be the bar. It helps to visualize a little bit. My God. So it'll be sixty seats to be clear. Sixty seat bar bar in central. In the kind of in the middle of the area, and then that'll flow out until like a thirty-four seat patio. Correct. I understand. Yep. And there'll be servers, and like, or is it just sort of yeah, kind of oh, service? Or? It's full service. It's full service. Full service. We we like service. Sure. That's we we talked a lot about this, and for us, it's like you know what? I just want to go belly up to the bar, and I want to be served. Yeah. yeah. When we go out, we <laughs> sit at the bar. Yeah, always. Which is why it's really important for us to have a really great bar. You will still be able to get counter service in the cheese shop. It's nothing is going to change about how the cheese shop works. Okay. But we are going to have a full service bar and brasserie. Next it really <laughs> fits into your because you guys are the experts, right, on lots of things. And so having that expertise transfer to the hospitality setting is really exciting for me because I know when I talk to Mary Richter about the experience that she wants in the cheese shop and I talk to you about the experience for catering, like you guys really honor and love the hospitality of serving guests in northeast Minneapolis. So I think that's going to be super fun. For yeah. me, it's always been, sorry to interrupt, Taylor, the, we always kind of say, well, like, the baseline is that the food has to be really good. And mm-hmm. that's sort of our thing with catering. Like, of course the food is good, otherwise we wouldn't be doing this. Right. But it's the hospitality, the warmth of our hospitality and our service that brings it to the next level and makes it an actual experience. So I'm really proud of that, and that's what I'm excited about bringing to the restaurant. And it's we have so many great products to showcase, too. And it's another opportunity to show our guests and and run in front of them to have them drink it there instead of taking it home with them yeah because melissa your sister is like mm-hmm. a sake expert you know a lot of people don't know about sake the way that she does i'm so excited to like uh, yeah every product we have has a story and now we get to tell that so yeah awesome. how interesting you'll be able to crack it at a the bar first time i had it was through certix she oh, was really? like you gotta try this yep oh that's so excellent what kind of food are you guys thinking like when we're saying brasserie do you have dishes in your head that sort of equal that i think we don't. It's not going to be straight up brasserie. We're not. This is not a, f- a stuffy French place. Right. We think more brasserie vibe. So okay. it's vibing in that sort of corner bar kind of mm-hmm. place in your neighborhood that you can always go and walk in and get your table and have just really straightforward, delicious food made from good ingredients. So yes, we're going to riff on brasserie a little bit. We're going to do a great steak frites. Yay! Of course. Um, mussels. poached egg. Frise yeah. salad. Mm-hmm. We're thinking this big kind of niçoise platter. It's really the food that we like to eat and that Mary Richter is so good at making. Yes, right. Very but we're true. also going to have salty bar snacks because, you know, we want you to drink. Right. So, <laughs> um, and we, basically, the whole gist of this is that we're coming up with a place that is exactly what we want. We're going to be working with members of your family on a number of occasions. The stuff they want is the stuff you want, you guys. So, and and this the liquor store is going to stay open the whole time under construction, and the cheese shop too, or is that going to close down a little bit? A little bit. We'll have to shut down for a couple weeks in the cheese shop at least. Okay, and all of this starts when. We're hoping for March construction. And then to go into the summertime with open in the summer. The goal is to be open, open by summertime. early midsummer. Okay, so before that, let's have a quick moment to talk about Super Bowl catering because you guys do have some stuff available. We do. You had some great dips. I can't tell you, people were like wild about the beer cheese that Yay. we brought on to Fox 9 yesterday. It's so and, good. Oh my God. And they were like, I don't know if you saw my story, but basically the entire staff, the I entire did. Buzz crew was in behind the thing, you know, behind the scenes eating all of the stuff and they loved 
I think Kendall took your beer cheese home. Well, let me know? say, we can't bring the beer cheese home. Yeah. It is dangerous. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It is my favorite dip that we have. It doesn't sound classy. It doesn't need to be classy. It's delicious. Do you buy it in the cheese shop? We have, and that's what I was going to say. We have a lot of that stuff in the cheese shop. Yes. We made sure that Mary was well stocked <laughs> with a lot of the stuff yeah. that you guys featured on TV yesterday. So, so good. Go to the cheese shop. Yeah. Pick it up and grab your beer in the liquor store. All right. Well, thank you guys for being here. Seriously, it was so great to talk to you. And we're so excited about yes. Sidebar and Certix coming up. Can't out. wait to have you in. Thank you. Yes. All right. Yay. Good luck, you guys. We'll thank, be, you. thank you. We'll be right back. Do you ever shop hungry? This is Stephanie Hansen, and that is a real danger zone for me because I get near the deli counter and all that pre-made food looks so delicious and so easy for me to just grab and go. And if you're at Lakewinds Deli, you know that all the food there is not only tasty, but it is fresh and it's made organically and it is made sustainably and it's made just for that market. The produce in their deli is 95% organic and as local as they can get it. And the meat department, you know that the meat buyer has actually visited all these farms where the meat's coming from. And in grocery, they have no artificial flavors, colors, preservatives, no high fructose corn syrup at Lakewinds. And for the environment, you know that if you get like forks and knives and spoons, that they're compostable and they're using recyclable materials wherever they can. There is no membership required to shop Lakewinds Co-op. You can shop them in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield or shop them at Instacart now. And if you can't find a co-op near you, shop Lakewinds. But if you don't have one near your work or your home. You can shop at any other co-op. They just want to make sure that you're shopping co-ops. Everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie March. And you're Stephanie Hansen. I am. And we are on the cusp of Super Bowl Sunday. We don't have any like football music, do we? Any sports volley? It's not a le- it's not legal for us. I got in a big discussion about when you can say Super Bowl and when you can't say Super Bowl. It's mostly in print that well, they care. No, you just can't say it if you're selling something. Like I can say Super Bowl, you can say Super- we're not selling things around it. So we can say come to our Super Bowl party. Yeah, at- we can say well if we're having if we're selling tickets to a thing, you can't say it you if you're selling game. a thing. But you and I can talk about Super Bowl recipes and nobody's gonna sue us. Can I be completely one hundred percent honest with you? I don't know if you know how to do it any other way. So we've been, this is our, what, 13th year Super Bowl. We've talked a lot about it. We've had the snack stadiums. We've hosted the Super Bowl. I am a Super Bowl person. I love Super Bowl snacks. I've done fondue. I've done cheese sauce. For whatever reason, I could just give a rip this year. (laughs) Like, I don't have a thing. You know what I took out of their freezer today? What? I was like, well, it's Super Bowl on Sunday and maybe I'll make, I got like a ham. Ham. I got a big the ham from last butt week. of ham sitting on my counter, <laughs> thawing out. I don't know what ham. I'm going to do with it. Um, I don't even have chicken wings, and I've been talking about them for three weeks. I know you have been. You've been on all the platforms. I got nothing. You got nothing. I got absolutely Maybe nothing. you need a break from that. Yeah, I, it could be the year where I just... Maybe you get takeout. Maybe you go and... Maybe this year you don't make something. Maybe this is the year that you go pick up. Oh, Can I tell you about a giant... Oh, you're not having a party, but the giant sandwich... Party at my house all the time stuff. I, this is clear. You, Kurt, the dog. Party. Party. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. So, wait a minute. So, here's the thing, though. Like, I'm also not a Super Bowl party person because... I don't want you to talk during the commercials. No, and, and I don't want to be mean. All the commercials. Yeah, six minutes of Shakira, six minutes of J Lo. That's twelve minutes of time. I need to sit my butt in front of the TV. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and I so so it's like the most I'm going to have over is my mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, it's Jake and me and the and our bad nachos. And was it last year that we did the Super Bowl? 
two years ago, 2018. Okay. Well, yeah, right. I know that was, I was like, maybe that's why I feel hungover by the whole thing. No, no, no. You, ha- you were hungover <laughs> the one year. And now this year now it's like it's a it's kind of the thing is, though, like with everybody down in Miami and doing all their, you know, their spots and stuff like I'm like, eh, like, I, like, you know, it's kind of remember when it was here. It was better when it was here. Well, I know. you know, we have that kind of weird pride thing, too. We do. But nonetheless, I know a lot of people still will have people over or they'll go to someone's house or they'll, you know, there's still, you know. The funny thing is a lot of restaurants don't have like they close for the night because of the fact that most of us are either at a sports bar or uh, at someone's house. And so if you're looking to get into a place that maybe is like young Joni. Yeah, I would go to young Joni on Super Bowl (laughs) Sunday. Martina, any of the restaurants (laughs) that I have to eat at at 430 to get in. Right. Seriously, Spoon and Sable, I'm pretty sure you can walk in and get a table. I don't know. Yeah. You know, and so. I think that there's uh, there's that, but then there's also a lot of places are doing special things. Like, you know, Anamale's Barbecue, John did a whole bunch of pulled pork special orders. He's sold out. They're sold out. Never mind. Don't talk about it. But nonetheless, Red Wagon Pizza, they have debuted an app that you can order. Uh, you know, you can basically order from the app and it, you can do the catering order from the I app. I really like Red Wagon Pizza. Listen, we had some pizzas on and it was so good. I we like had, them. He has, a, he has one on that is pickles and it's called the McLovin and uh it is got it basically is like a cheeseburger type pizza it's yum. so delicious yum he also you can also order pounds of wings you know and things like that and giant salads so to me maybe that's what you have to do maybe just or, get like a big well i mean maybe just get takeout is my point you don't have to even because it'll be the three of you so i can doordash i hate doordash do you yes I like Bite Squad because they originated here, and I know they're not really here anymore. But oh, did they originate? Did here? you know that? I did not. Yeah, know Yeah, they that. did in the Twin Cities. Huh. I don't ever get delivery because no one delivers out to my house. So that's unless funny. it's like seventy dollars, and right. that's not. It's never worth it. So, um, a couple of things though. If you are making things, you can check out your wings. Do you have a recipe for wings up? I've somewhere? got a, yeah on our Facebook page. It's on our Facebook on page. Stephanie'sDish.com okay. on my right. Pinterest. There's 29 chicken wing recipes. <laughs> I think that that's and I might do that. Like, what about nachos? This usually my tend toward the nacho situation because it's easy to do. I do the big sheet pan nacho, multi-layered pork or chicken, tons of good stuff on top of it. I love nachos and I am heading into a period of where I need to get my weight in check again because it's been six weeks since the holidays, basically, and I've gained a little weight. So I'm going to be going back into the fasting mode yeah. more regularly. So <laughs> having a giant plate of nachos to kick that off sounds real good. <laughs> Tachos, perhaps. Tachos is even better. Oh, I had tater tots last night at Red Cow, and I was just like, <laughs> oh my! Word. I felt like I was making pig noises. You were maybe. I was so happy. You were so happy. I love that. <laughs> um, there's a couple things I have. You know, like basically, I think when we talk about we talk about trash can nachos. You, do you know the big trend right now is to stack them like high as high as you can. How do you get them high? Like a trash can is in the shape by using the big round like tostadas, but basically frying them so that they're crispy like chips. And then stacking them tall. Okay, like a like a like stack. It looks yeah, like a, a trash tortilla can. stack. You know Got what it. I mean? Yep. Yum. So I thought that was funny. That's like next level that I just I'm not I'm fine with flat nachos because then I can get at them better. And the nacho topping to chip ratio is important. It is very important and you must remember to layer. Please, please, please. If you're gonna do it like throw your chips down first level. You know, ingredients, second level of chips or layer of chips. And then, I mean, and the cheese is very important. The queso situation, you know, getting into a good queso. I will tell you that I found a good queso at my co-op. Was it, And it was beautifully done. It was natural and it wasn't What's all. What's your co-op? 
It was Harvest Moon in Long Lake. What's it called? This I queso. don't know. It's like Stephanie. The, well, here's the deal. There's only one queso dip in their in their thing, and the, all the co-ops. I think there's only one queso dip in their cheese section. Okay, I'm gonna look at Lake Winds see and see if, if can. I can find it. But I'm telling you, yeah, you're right. Lake Winds would probably have it too. And it is. So, it was a white cheesy queso dip. It was delicious. Here you go. Roasted. Was, here we go. Yeah. Oh, they've got a recipe, which is fine, too. Roasted yeah. jalapeno queso dip from Amanda Pa, Heartbeat Kitchen. Well, that's our Amanda Pa. Yeah, I'm going to put that up. Put that up because that's a good one. Remember last year when we were talking about the big secret, the modernist cuisine citric salt secret? Yes. And then yes. no one could find the citric salt at Byerly's. And so I'm not even going to talk about it this year because I frustrate people by that. But there are a couple chefs in town who are doing that. Um, here's something that Sturdix brought to the show and okay. if you want to order them from them the buffalo chicken meatballs everybody on set was talking about how much better they liked that than the actual wing really i know a buffalo Shocked meatball me. i like it but it was a it was so it's a chicken meatball so it's not a big heavy beefy thing and you can order them at certix catering but the buffalo chicken meatballs two things one a little bit lighter but you're still getting all the flavor like you're getting all the saucy goodness you're still right. getting a chicken flavor Number two, toothpick situation. So no messy fingers and hands. And the, no double dipping. And no of double your dipping because it's already sauce. And I I'm thought, feeling sensitive about the double dipping know, situation with the flus. I'm wondering if you would show up at a Super Bowl party with like plastic gloves because I could see that on you. <laughs> like you have your little like little gloves and you're like, okay, I will touch this. I will totally, touch this. Totally, Stephanie. That's okay too. You know. I know. Um, also in this, I did put up a delish 60 Super Bowl snacks worth a touchdown dance onto the Facebook page, but there's, they've got what I think is my favorite. And if you're not going to do nachos or tachos doing like, you know, doing just French fries, doing curly fries layered with all your good stuff. Yeah. Popo Catepe is what they're called at Chile Latino way back in the day and throwing a little bit of carne asada beef, you know, on there. Yum. That's all so good. Um, talk. You are the my sandwich person. Yes, and I do. Let's discuss some sandwiches. Okay. Can I give you one that if you Please. are having a party, I had this also yesterday, and I ate a whole huge hunk of it, which is uh, Kieran's Kitchen. Okay? Kieran's okay. Kitchen, and I put this on my story, has a massive hoagie that you can get for 75 bucks. And I know that sounds a lot, but it feeds 10 or more people. And it is made with like the best bread, the best meats. That sounds it's delicious. So delicious. Bakersfield flour and bread. Yes, red that's table gorgeous. Meats. Oh, so good. So that's worth it to me. Talk about what do you have sandwich question wise? Well, just because you some years you've made like the giant sandwich where you've pressed it all together with the olive oil. So I will tell you that, you know, if you looked at if you looked at uh, what to cook for when my other my food baking handle or cooking handle, I did make bread last weekend. Okay. Actually, I made it on Monday night, last Monday night. And I baked bread because I had Zoe's, you know, starter in my fridge. I just whipped up some, you know, yeast and flour, the the artisan bread and five starter. Yep. Sits in my fridge. I pulled a whole hunk out. I threw it in my crock pot or my uh, Dutch oven, my favorite red pot, and I cooked it. And I baked it on a Monday night and it took me 40 minutes and that's it. And I had fresh bread. You know, because I'm going to be doing a lot of soups here in the next two months, I might have to get a a starter going for that. Seriously? And I was going to talk about that in top two in hour two, but I do have that loaf loaf left over. You know, I still have some of that loaf and I was thinking about doing like a big wrapped sandwich in there again. You know, layered of all good things. Either that or Stephanie. Like a buffalo cut. No, not sandwichy. You cut that bread up into croutons. 
And you roast a chicken on top of them. Yeah, or just slices. I don't even need to cut it. You can yeah, put those slices like in there. Yeah. Yum. I might do that too. All right. That's about it. That's what we got time for with our Super Bowl snacky things. I also do want to do those pull apart things that everyone does on Tasty. Like I feel like, you know, where they put oh, all like the, the marinara sauce yeah, in the middle. I want to try that. I've never done that. Tasty's fun. I might try that. <laughs> all those recipes on there are fun. I know they look like they're gonna not work. But they do work. <laughs> do and the good news is when it's just you at your house i don't care like i can totally have a fail and then pull out a frozen pizza so that's right jake's gonna be like oh well, mom. we're still gonna eat it right <laughs> i'm like yep it's all good all right you guys we're gonna take a quick break when we come back it is the ask stephanie portion of the show so give us a call 651-641-1071 we'll be right back this is the weekly dish it is the ask stephanie portion of the show give us a call tweet us a note send us an email 651-641-1071 is the number to give us a call if you want to hang out online if you want to chit chat about some super bowl snackies or things you have planned i have to tell you on delish they had this idea of um like the first thing that they had was this basically you know how much i like frico which is just you know, a little bit of cheese, mm-hmm. you know, cooked so that it's like into a chip. They put jalapeno and bacon into it. And I was like, wait a minute. Why haven't we done that That's before? amazing. I know. So I might be down for that, too. I also put up last week the sheet pan uh, quesadilla. Did you see that? No. Oh, oh it's yes, on the yes, Facebook yes. page. It's cute. Yeah, it had to. It had. I wanted more cheese, to be honest with you. It felt like it was very beefy. And I was like, this looks good, but... I want more cheese. More it? cheese, more cheese. Because that's cheese. the whole point of a quesadilla is the celebration of cheese, if you will. 651-641-1071. We're going to read you a couple of questions that have come in, but please call in. We love to chat with you guys. It's always fun. Hi, my son and his football lineman friends love going to breakfast. They live in Wyzetta, but we're willing to go into Minneapolis or St. Paul. Al's is their favorite, and they just went to Hilo Diner, which they really liked. Any suggestions for big, good breakfasts? Um, and I did reply to her. Now I can't remember what I read, but the good news is, uh, the February issue of Minneapolis St. Paul magazine is all about best breakfasts. So big, beefy breakfast, but a big beefy breakfast. I would think you are going to go to a place. Well, have you been, to, I wonder if they've been to Mickey's diner because that's kind of one of those places where you can kind of really tuck in. But if there's a bunch of them and they're big beefy dudes, I was worried because like, I would say go to our kitchen which is the cute little like it, but it's like this. It's like it's just a counter and a couple. What seats. about like Louisiana Cafe or yeah. Uptown or Grandview Grill where they have that Tex-Mex breakfast? Yeah, that's that's hash I forgot browns about their Tex-Mex. And Dewey sausage, mm-hmm. scrambled eggs, uh, salsa and sour cream all rolled into a tortilla. Yeah. And then like they a pour more burrito. salsa on top of it. Yeah. There's that not enough. Is my that's my breakfast. There's not enough breakfast burritos in town. Like Yum. really good breakfast burritos. And I wish that we had a place. You know how like Baluto does just empanadas and pizzas? Uh-huh. I would just love a place to do just breakfast burritos. That's a good Wouldn't idea. Wouldn't that be great? Yes. Um, Amazing hash browns. I went to Gianni's this week and those hash browns are life changing. Yeah. I just love those hash browns. dinner hash browns. You can never get those. Oh, like, yum. You know, have you ever bought the hash browns like that you can buy the little cakes that you can buy in like a box in the freezer section? No. Are they good? I don't know. I want someone to tell me. I've bought like hash browns at the freezer section and cooked them in a skillet and I'm always disappointed. Yeah. These are coming like almost like a little sleeve and then you, I don't know if you bake them. I mean, you must like just microwave. That's why the only reason I go to Arby's is those hash browns. You go to Arby's? Only if I'm feeling like a total hash brown need. It doesn't happen often, but when I do. hash browns at Arby's? Yeah. Triangles. Okay. Uh, we have Jean on the line. Hi, Jean. Hey, Jean. What's going Hi, on? Hi, Jean. Get it. Hi, Jean. She's going to hang up now. <laughs> Jean, don't hang up. Jean, are you there? Hi, Jean. 
Okay. We got her? No, I restarted the phones, but she had a Super Bowl snack comment, so I'll have to get it from her. Okay, see Thanks. if you can grab it. Um, are we starting the phones? Are we still having phone troubles? You guys. I know. I know. Um, someone wants to know which Instant Pot we would recommend. The Six Quart, the actual Instant Pot the brand. Instant Pot brand. I feel like we just say this over and over and over again. I know. But, but that's the, okay. Yes, we love to. We love I mean, to talk Instant quite Pot. Quite honestly, the only other brands that we have dabbled with was the Crock-Pot brand. And I thought that was fine. I just didn't. I wasn't. It's going to be a learning curve to kind of figure out the timings and everything else. And there's so much community around the Instant Pot brand. That that's why we would pick that. And the six to eight quart is kind of perfect for that. Someone wanted to know if you would use the Instant Pot as a rice cooker. And I was like, um, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, I would too. My sister is just getting into the Instant Pot. She made her first dish and she was telling me about it. She's like, well, like I liked it, but it was kind of boring. I'm like, well, what was it? She was like chicken and lemon. Um. Uh, yeah, that's it. And salt and pepper. I was like, yeah, what what kind of recipe? She was like, well, it's a healthy recipe. I was like, healthy and not tasty and boring yeah. recipe. Like, don't do that to yourself. No. Put seriously. a little flavoring in there. It's okay. Oh, that's, yeah. You know what? There was uh, somebody was also asking, I think, in the Instant Pot group, Weekly Dish Instant Potters, if they uh, had, and I just sent 15 more people into the mix, so if they were wondering about the Milthy Crispy Lid, and I've talked about that a little bit, that seems to be a really big, you know, accessory that people are buying more. And I have said that I, I, and somebody else chimed in saying they use it to brown the top of their mac and cheese, and I was like, wait a minute, that's brilliant. Yeah. So, like, if you're making your mac and cheese in the Instant Pot and then you want to brown the top of it or throw some breadcrumbs on top and then brown them, that's what that crispy lid is great for because it just fits right on top of whatever you got going on and you could hit it onto, like, it's basically a convection oven maker, you know? I love that. And yeah. that's good. It's an air fryer, but it's also, that's what convection oven kind of is. So, All right. that was the thing. Um, Any calls yet? I don't think so. Okay, so then I'm going to tell you about sunchokes because it's sunchoke season. Wait, Stephanie. hold on. So the but Hope says, she, do you have Jean's comment? Yeah. So she um, suggested mixing pickles, cream cheese, and ham together. Just pre get it ready so it can be used as a dip or a sandwich. Do you spread. mean pickle dip? <laughs> right. The thing that has defined our show for ten years. Pickle dip. Jean, yes. Jean, Jean, you are on Jean, the same welcome, track. Welcome to the show, Jean. Welcome to the show. Um, seriously, that is, and of course, yes. And if anyone doesn't know how to do that, do it. Do it now. What's your What's your sunchoke well, thing? I was like, have you ever had a sunchoke, Stephanie? Because they're yes. in season. Yes. And they look like knobs of ginger, but they're not ginger. They're sunchokes. When When would you eat a sunchoke, or have Have you eaten one? They're yeah. like these giant tubers. They have a papery skin, creamy interior. They're like you can roast them. Yeah, I was gonna say you want to roast those babies, and then you get like sort of uh, you get a little bit of sweetness to it, but it just really brings out like kind of a a robust flavor on them. And then you just, I mean, you can toss them into pastas. You can toss them. You can eat them by themselves. I like that they put them in a roast with potatoes, beets, and sweet potatoes yeah. and drizzled at 425 for 25 minutes. Yeah. That's yummy. Those are very good. Um, they're, are they also called something else besides sunchokes? Jerusalem artichokes? Is that maybe that's, or something else? Maybe that's something else. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but that is, you know, can I ask, that's something that like, I think that if we dug a little deeper and did a little segment on that kind of stuff, I think that'd be interesting. Yeah. You know? More info about things that are seasonally uh salad girl posted a dipping 
you use sriracha and then you use her uh, dude ranch and you mix that together to make like a buffalo dip. Yes. And she had all these vegetables that were like, she had beets, she had the watermelon radishes, like these very colorful vegetables that you could put on a vegetable platter that people forget about that kind of color because we always have like peas and the cherry tomatoes and the broccoli and the cauliflower. But add a watermelon radish, friends. They're very pretty. They're so pretty. And actually, uh, on the Cerdix beer cheese dip, that's what I liked about, like, you can have your pretzels. But in my mind, I'm always putting out now these big, you know, big spreads of, like, peppers and watermelon radishes and, you know, split peas and all. I mean, mean, uh, snap peas and everything because dipping those into the bad cheesy dips is just that much better. If you have a small child, like, let's say anyone under, like... Uh, fifth grade, the way they say to get kids to eat vegetables is when you're in that period of homework time while you're prepping dinner, uh-huh. you put vegetables out on the counter with dip. Yeah. And that they just like, because they're pre-eating mm-hmm. and they load up on the vegetables. And that's, that's the way to get more to cut, kids to eat vegetables. She used to cut cucumbers and throw the little salt and pepper and leave them in a bowl. Yep. And we would just walk by and you'd grab one slice and then there you go. It's the walking by eating. It's the walking by eating. All right, you guys. Thanks for uh, calling in. We are going to take a quick break and come back with uh, the top two in hour two and all the other rest of the good show. We'll be right back. This is a weekly dish on my talk.